Hello out there in podcast line and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crap, crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host Hollywood and I'm joined by my co-host Adam. Hello! Just Adam today, there's no maestro. This week we're watching SWAT. The film adaptation of the 1970s TV show, which Adam just learned uh, before we started yeah, airing. I didn't that, know it was a TV show. This was based on a TV show? I just thought it was an awesome idea. Okay. <laughs> this movie was directed by Clark Johnson, one of three people from The Wire who were in this movie. Uh. <laughs> Clark, Clark Johnson, in he's in the final season of The Wire. He's the Baltimore Sun editor who accuses Scott, the young, hot, up-and-coming writer of plagiarism. Not okay. plagiarism. He's making his stories up. Okay. Yeah. So he directed this movie. He's also in this movie. And this movie stars Colin Farrell, Samuel Jackson, Michelle Rodriguez, Ladies Love Cool James, mm-hmm. a.k.a. L. Cool J. I was about to call him L.O. Cool James. <laughs> yeah. Also. Yeah. yeah. Adam was doing the L.O. Cool J, the, lip, yeah, you the lips. I don't think you picked it up on the microphone. I was yeah. looking at my lips. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jeremy Renner, who I guess you're going to call Hawkeye. Yep. Adam. And I guess you're going to call Colin Farrell Bullseye. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me show the brief synopsis. An imprisoned drug kingpin offers a huge cash reward to anyone that can break him out of police custody, and only the LAPD special weapons and tactics team can prevent it. Adam, have you ever seen this movie before? I have. So did I. I saw this in theaters opening either that Saturday came out or opening night. Okay. I mean, th- th- this was – I saw it in theaters too. I don't, I don't think it was that early on. But th- this, this came out in a time where I was super like swatted out. <laughs> like were you be, playing Counter Strike? Yes. Okay. Oh, so much Counter Strike. So much Counter Strike. Because my, my infatuation with SWAT happened, I think, in, uh, towards the end of junior high. Uh, that I, I hadn't even known about SWAT, and then one of my friends, who, he actually the friend that showed me Bruce Willis, oh, they got me onto the Bruce Willis train. He's the same one that introduced SWAT to me, uh, and because uh, he had this video game, and he he was like a super artist. He'd be drawing all the weapons, mm-hmm. all the all the tactical gear he'd write like draw it on his history workbook like these are all the guns these are all the different grenades these are different types of grenades and pistols and clips and the way the bullets look like he drew everything out like super fine detail and i was like this is amazing then we had a swat game that he used to play on his on his computer which i'm sure the graphics are horrible now but at the time there was like this is the best graphics in the world and it wasn't counter-strike no it was not okay no this this was just like this was just called pure swat okay where you get, <laughs> you, get you go sniping and you go to the training camp and, and start sniping school and everything and uh, if you go to the fire range and you start clicking in different places, the the, the drill sergeant will be like, "Hey, you, knock it off with the funny stuff." <laughs> yeah, ah, oh, a lot of oh, so I, I, I was like hugely into SWAT, and then Counter Strike happened once high school hit, and we were PC banging all fucking night and days, uh, just for hours and hours at a time. Me and my friends were doing the Internet Cafe scene too, Counter Strike, yeah. Warcraft three, mainly Counter Strike. Mm-hmm. Warcraft three came, and then. We got into Warcraft like three months, four months before World of Warcraft came out. Okay. And Warcraft 3 is... Um, it's, it's more like StarCraft. Yeah. What ki- what style of game is that? It's uh, not an RPG. Real-time strategy? Yeah. I, I'm guessing... No. No. It, well, it's where you have to build like a farm to yeah. feed your soldiers and you have to buy gold. You have to build... It was like Command harvest. and Conquer, Red Alert back yeah, in the day. Yeah. You have to harvest gold. You have to harvest this. And a- then Age of Empires. Yeah. Age of Empires. Yeah. That one. Oh, that was my I favorite one. I love Age one. of Empires. That was my favorite one. 
I used to have all the cheat codes to yeah. like to like quickly produce armies, yeah. and uh-huh. I would have infinite gold, infinite right. food. Yeah, yeah. What about those priests, man? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> the priests. That's right. Yeah. And then if you build like the the big like monastery and it lasts for like ninety nine years, you automatically win the the battle or yep. something. Oh, I love that game. So good. So, so good. Yeah, I used to play a lot of Counter Strike too. Yeah, I thought that was so cool that concept of like being an elite force guy going in there and taking care of yeah. business. We were the hundred first airborne. That was the name of our little uh, gang. Ah, we'd go and we'd take over a corner of the, uh, the PC bang. We'd be like yelling out, "On your side, on your side!" He's going B. He's going B. <laughs> <laughs> Just running down different places. And then AJ would always, or, uh, Jester would always do the tricks where he'd be, he'd do the AFK trick where he just, he'd sit there at the, at the, at the, at the spawn zone with uh-huh. his pistol like he was AFK away from keyboard. Yeah. Uh, and then as soon as somebody ran up to him, he'd pull out his shotgun and just like <laughs> kill them all and then he'd run the entire rest of the map, kill everybody else off. Mm-hmm. Oh man, good times. Yeah. So this, this, this movie came out at a time I was like, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh-huh. I'm so on board. I don't care what, I don't care who's in it. What's it about? Mm-hmm. If it's a swap movie. I'm totally in. I was drawn in by the trailer. Okay. It had a really cool trailer. Yeah. And the whole, I will give $100 million to anyone who gets me out of here. $100 million. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, and there's like a, the shootout on the, the Sixth Street Bridge. I'm like, oh, fuck, this yeah. looks amazing. That, that, uh, the thing that bothered me the most about this movie okay. is, is that guy. His, oh, his, 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 his voice. I just, I couldn't. His, his little, his accent, whatever. I, I made this reference in, in Goddamn in Highlander. Okay. It was the same kind of thing. It's like his voice in this movie is the same as I, the way I hear the Highlander voice guy, which is like, it's, it's kind of high pitchy and kind of <laughs> super like weird. Like the English is kind of bad, but in a, in like a bad way. So, not, not the, a charming way. Oh, the, the main guy, Christopher Lambert. Sure. The high, the main yeah, Highlander. The hundred guy. million dollar. I'm the money. Don't you forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was weird because I was watching this with a with a friend of mine, and uh, I was saying like I hate this guy's voice. I hate it so much. And the first couple scenes he was in, I was like, well, that's that's kind of cool. I mean, his voice was fine. Uh-huh. And then it, it progressively got more and more annoying. And it was mm-hmm. like, see, you see, I run the family business now, uncle. Yeah, I retired him. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. So yeah. This oh yes. Mo- this movie opens. This I'm guessing this is the North Hollywood shootout, Absolutely. or it's inspired by the North Hollywood shootout. If, if not beat for beat, it's pretty damn close. Yeah, guys in whatever was happening armor. outside was like almost beat for beat what actually happened. Yeah, it's uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar, the North Hollywood bank robbery. It was a Bank of America in North Hollywood, which is 45 minutes north of us, west of us. Oh, I would say like 20, 30, 30, yeah. 35. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, in the well, valley. depending on traffic. Yeah. It could San- also be two hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the San Fernando Valley, which is north of Hollywood, north of, of LA. And I grew up. Is that the valley already? Yeah. North, Hollywood? north Hollywood. Yeah. That starts becoming the valley. Cause oh, right Jesus. after North Hollywood, you start getting, um, Burbank. No, that's too far. North yeah. Hollywood gets you to. North Hollywood's not that far from like Hollywood. <laughs> well, yeah. But then after, I thought the valley, you got to take an extra freeway. Like, I got to go up to 405. No. Well, you can take the five to the valley because oh, I Jesus grew up Christ. out there. All right. So it goes North Hollywood. What the fuck's Silmar? Oh, okay. North Hollywood, Silmar. Timmy Valley. No, not Silmar. North Hollywood, Pacoima. Century City. No, that, I, that's 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 also 101. That yeah, that's west. Okay. Who? Can, All right. For the, for the Australian <laughs> listener, we have. He's not going to get that this reference anyway. Yeah, uh, and the then North, corners of Texas, you're not going to yeah, get it either. Yeah, the North Hollywood <laughs> bank robbery was these guys who I guess watched the movie Heat. They got the idea from Heat. I'm guessing. Okay, show up in a bank wearing body armor. And By the way, they were pulled over like bullets. twice. 
a week before this happened. Really? And I never they, knew they, that. They had the guns in the thing, but they were like, we can't really do anything about it. They got guns in Kevlar and stuff, and like, but we, I guess they didn't have any recourse to do anything about it, so they let them go. Well, it's a pre-9-11 world yeah. back in 1997. You can still carry fucking knives on a plane, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, this took place after 9-11. Oh, this true. movie? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. barely though, right? Yeah. Okay. A year and a half. We're actually, we're barely entering Iraq. Oh, I have a theory about why this guy is such a piece of shit. The French guy? The main bad guy? I have a theory. I'll oh, get okay. to it when we, when we get to him. Okay. Anyway, uh, the that's what happened. And then everyone died. So they called like, I don't, they didn't call SWAT in. It was just, they were just firing on cops and eventually they, they were taken out. Yeah. So in this movie, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, who Adam will reference as Hawkeye, Hawkeye. for the rest of mm-hmm. the reign of the movie. I don't, and, know, I don't know. His name was Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Okay. And Colin Farrell, yep. who I'm sure he'll be referencing as Bullseye, Bullseye. from our Daredevil episode. Yeah. They get choppered in with two other SWAT guys who weren't in any superhero movies. <laughs> so we can't give them code names. Right. They get choppered into the roof of the bank. And, you know, they go in and they use like a heat, they use a heat gun to go in through the roof. Right. And they're using the little, uh, fucking camera on the straw, camera on the straw yeah. thing, yeah. the bendy straw yeah. to, to look. Uh-huh. And they, SWAT stands for special weapons and tactics. Yeah. So in theory, these guys are taught to use their mind on how to work together. But fucking Hawkeye's just like, fuck that. I'm going in. Right. No time for backup. Yeah. He's yeah. one of those hothead cops. Yeah. And he doesn't play by his own, he plays by his own set of rules. Yeah. <laughs> Which dur- later in the movie, when Samuel Jackson's training everyone, he has, he's putting in their brain, like, you're a team. You have to work as a team. Yeah. There's a scene in the training montage where Michelle Rodriguez goes a little f- too forward without checking her blind side. And Samuel Jackson yeah. has like the gun yeah. at Colin Farrell's yeah. head. Bullseye. Yeah. Right in the bullseye spot. Uh huh. Like, oh, boom, you're dead. And he goes, he goes, Sanchez. And she goes, oops, my bad. <laughs> so we're assuming Hawkeye has the exact same training, right? Yeah. But he's just like, fuck it. Yeah. And apparently he has a history of this. We find out in the next scene. Yeah. But, but yeah, he's like, they're, they're being told to hold off. And, but he's like, all right, but they got hostages. They got, they got a gun to one of the hostages' head. Uh-huh. I'm not holding off. We come in. So they, they come in. They do this, uh, these cool little, uh, the cover me motions and mm-hmm. the look over there, all the, all the special moves, which I had memorized from being super swatty about it. Like, uh, have you ever seen Saving Silverman? With yes. Jack Black? Oh, you don't like Jack Black, but right. you've seen that movie, right? Yeah. Remember when they're going to kidnap her? Uh, Steve Zahn's doing the Navy SEAL, like, like upstairs, uh-huh. left, two degrees or whatever. And yeah. he goes, I don't know what you're saying. He goes, the <laughs> fucking Navy SEALs, dude. And he goes, I only know the Air Force signals. <laughs> <laughs> is that, yeah. is that, that, that the one with the uh, Freddy Got Fingered guy? What's his name? Tom Green. Tom Green? No, this is the uh, one with uh, Jason Biggs from American Pie. It's not saving saving Silverman. Yeah, saving Silverman. Oh, what am I thinking about? Well, he paints the he paints the guns black. He robs a store. That's like a Steve, stealing Harvard. Oh yeah, I think that's what that one's called. Yeah, okay, that's a different one. Never mind. Anyway, back to SWAT. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking Jeremy Ryder, I guess he got this move out of Speed. Shoot the hostage. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember in Speed? Yeah. Where he's like, it's like you got you got a hostage. Uh, he, he's telling Keanu Reeves, yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got a guy holding a hostage. What do you do? He's about to get to the car. He goes, Keanu Reeves goes, shoot the hostage. <laughs> and he goes, shoot the hostage. What are you, an idiot? And then when Dennis Hopper has the gun to, to his head, he's like, shoot the hostage. And Keanu <laughs> takes him down. Yeah, man. So he gets a straight fucking Keanu Reeves speed move. Yeah. And he shoot, he shoot, I, do you think he meant to shoot the hostage? Cause he didn't have a clear shot. I don't think he meant to, no. I think he was trying to go for a headshot. <laughs> But, he just missed, but it, but because he was mo- like moving around, the the, the this, this, this the was a little unclear. Terrorist. The terrorist didn't know he was there, right? Nobody knew they were in there. But he was like facing him, 
while they were struggling. So it was like a weird kind of like. The but gun- they were hiding behind something. Yeah. Uh, it just it just it was a weird weird angle. Whatever. Oh, because one of the bank robbers I just realized we call him Terrace. One of the bank robbers <laughs> one of the bank robbers saw, Hey, I'm on TV. Yeah. Because the fucking Channel Nine guy <laughs> right. has a camera right outside the bank yeah. window. And uh yeah, so he, he shoots the hostage it's like or she he shoots the, the uh the bank robber, hits the hostage like in the neck ish area. Shoulder area. Shoulder, neck, upper shoulder thing. Yeah. Uh Takes him down, takes the other guy down, squat comes in, we save mm-hmm. the day. Nobody nobody died except for the bad guys. So uh-huh. victory, right? Yeah. No, nah, not so much. They got the stereotypical police chief. No, he's not the chief, he's the captain. Yeah. The one who loves to chew everyone out. Yeah. What the fuck? You blew up half a Burbank. Mayor's down breathing down my throat and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna call him fat Ben Affleck. Okay. Because this captain <laughs> looked like a Ben Affleck ish. Guy, okay. just a little fatter. Yeah, see, I, I, he, to me, he was a poor man's uh, John Travolta, uh, John Travolta. Said, right? Yeah. Okay, we'll go, we'll go tr- John Travolta. We'll yeah. go Puffy John Travolta. <laughs> so Puffy John Travolta's chewing him out. Yeah, better hairline Travolta. <laughs> yeah, much better. <laughs> he, they're, they're, they're getting chewed out. Yeah. And he pretty much tells them, uh, you're off the force. And then their boss, the SWAT boss, yeah. who was all, who was in the wire. Yeah. He that, was he that, was the mayor's uh assistant who became the second in command to he, the mayor. Or he's something. in a lot of things too. Yeah, right? He's that in guy. tons of different things. Yeah. But uh I just finished the wire not that long ago. So that's right. where I know him from right now. Okay. Like how you reference um Morpheus. Right. You call him Morpheus, but I said, Oh, it's not Jack, Jack Crawford. Crawford. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh it would have been if it wasn't for the Matrix. Yeah. Matrix even though even though Hannibal was was sooner Matrix is more impactful mm-hmm. on my life. So, so I'll probably reference him as something else. Okay. <laughs> so he's in the wire. He's one of three people, like I mentioned, in the wire. Mm-hmm. He's the first one we see who's in the wire. Um, he goes, Captain, they're, you know, they're one of our top SWAT guys. Yeah. Really? Like, one of your top SWAT guys and they don't fucking follow orders? Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. Sometimes you, you got to bend the rules a little bit, mm-hmm. which gets results. But in, in the case of our, Super litigious society of Los Angeles. You can't, you can't do that kind of stuff. <laughs> got fucking vigilantes out there, dude. Yeah, because now, now they're being sued for like billions of dollars because somebody got shot. Mm-hmm. Instead of thank you for saving my life. Uh, this is the whole. You ever saw Incredibles? That yeah. animated is the same kind of concept. Where all, all the superheroes got sued out of existence because like <laughs> that's right. Like uh oh, you, you saved committing suicide. Yeah. While you were saving my life, you you broke my arm, so I'm suing you. Like, uh-huh. oh, what the? So now now they have to go away. That's your answer, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh huh. And Samuel Jackson's in that movie too. Yes, he is. That's right. He's Mr. Freeze or Captain Freeze or something like that. Yeah, Captain or Cold? Ice, Icicle, something like that. Mm-hmm. He he has ice powers. Yeah, that's, that's all we know. Right. So, so fucking <laughs> Puffy John Volta says, "All right, we'll stick him in the gun cage." Yeah. And Jeremy Renner's like, "Fuck that! I'm not going to be in the gun cage." And he pushes yeah. the captain, and he goes, yeah. "You're out of yeah. here! You're out of order! This whole department's out of order!" Yeah. <laughs> so they tell. uh bullseye to hang back yeah hold on not so fast and he goes did you all you got to do is just give your partner up and say you, you know you were only following your partner yeah because you had no choice he acted on his own uh-huh. you backed him up because that's what you had to do and then it cuts yeah to- no if you do that you'll be on swat the next day you'll be back on swat tomorrow yeah and then it cuts to them in the in locker the room locker room he's yeah. like come on let's get out of here and colin farrell's like nah i'm gonna stick behind bro and he's like what you're not gonna throw your life away like me right, right. <laughs> why do movie characters do that uh See, this like, was, he like, was like Jerry Maguiring is what, it, what yeah. just happened here. It, it, this always happens in like workplace movies yeah. where it's like, I just got fired. Come on, let's walk. Why don't you walk out too? I'm like, nah, dude, I have a wife and kids. Yeah. I need this job. <laughs> I didn't fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so they get in a little tuss- tussle. 
Yeah. He thinks he sold him out in the room. Yeah. John Travolta. Yeah. So, what, you made a deal? So, just like that. Five years of friendship. It's going to end like this? Uh huh. He's like, no, no, you're ending it, bro. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. And he push, shoves push. him against the mirror and he, yeah. and he smashes his head against the mirror. And Colin Farrell's like, eh, whatever. No fight or anything. And then it says, like, six months later. Yeah. And he's in the gun cage with the guy who's converted to Mormonism. Right. Who's drinking soda. <laughs> yeah. This goofy looking guy. Yeah, I was like, Jerry, what are you doing? He's like, ah, it's just a hot dog. I'll wash my hands before I go home. I think that's our Paul Giamatti winner right there. <laughs> yeah. That has to be the Paul Giamatti yeah. character. That has to be. Because this, this is a great line. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're cheating on your wife with fast food. He's <laughs> like, fuck, you're right, man. Oh, man. What's going on? <laughs> and then in enters Hondo. Played by Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Is it Luke Cage? No. No, not Luke Cage. Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Wrong, wrong or black dude. Fucking yeah. Jules or any <laughs> role for the past 20 years. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's been in everything. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure you're going to call him Nick Fury. Yeah, Nick Fury. Or you can call him Hondo. That's that's his name of the movie. Yeah, I think I'll go with, I can go with Hondo now because it's, it's fresh in my mind. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's too many things to call him. Yeah. I think Jules would probably be the best one. Jules is probably his most notable. Yeah. Or he was Stax in Goodfellas. Remember mm. Joe Pesci wax him? Yeah, he he's he's in the scene for like two minutes because, I know. because of coffee. One one of my one of my <laughs> that scene cracks me up because he's Pesci's pounding on the door and he opens it and he goes, "I thought you had one of y'all bitches in here." <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, before we jump back to SWAT, yeah, um, Scorsese is making a Irish gangster movie, okay, and he has De Niro, Pacino, what, and Pesci all on board. And it's a Scorsese movie. Are they going to be playing Irish? I don't know. They might be the Italians who are going against the Irish mob. I don't know, but they're all they're all on board, dude. Oh man, that's yeah. gonna that's gonna ha- it's gonna have to be epic. Yes, it's gonna have to be. Scorsese's getting old. Pacino's getting old. De Niro's getting old. But and Pacino's uh, never worked with Scorsese. Oh, that worries me though. That worries the Christ out of me. Now they're too old. Hey, you like, know, if, if this was like ten years ago, I know. Oh, I'm so. Oh, it's, it's probably. Oh God, it better not suck. I know. This is, this is going to be their uh, League of Australia gentlemen. <laughs> They're all going to go out <laughs> on this. Go. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> you <laughs> motherfucker, yo. <laughs> what, you call me a clown Pacino? Huh? Like I'm here to amuse you? Oh, my God. I'm watching Animaniacs uh-huh. where they have the uh, the good the good feathers. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I never got that reference as a kid. I, I know. Me neither. Me neither. But for sure, the, 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 one of the greatest ones is like, uh, hey, G. Pestle, you're, you're a real honorable bird. Like, honorable? What do you mean Honorable. Like, I'm just saying, you got a lot of character. You're a very honorable guy. <laughs> it's like, well, so you're saying I'm sort of, sort of judge here to go through your legal briefs for you? <laughs> no, I'm just saying you're honorable. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> sort of judge to go over your legal briefs. <laughs> That was as in a kid's show. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of that's not a reference to people that's why it didn't get so very far. This, a lot of the references were way too highbrow for a yeah. kid's show. Yeah. Especially season two or three, they got they just went pure Hollywood. Just like pure references to Hollywood culture the kids would not get. Being in the brain was like that too. Being in the brain yeah. was really above kids' heads too. Yeah. But also but th- that one I think was, was still good enough. Mm-hmm. It kept a good balance. Whereas Animaniacs, towards the end, they had whole shows dedicated to the way studio systems work oh, and, and scripts okay. and screeners and, 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 and just like super inside jokes that I, I get because I have immersed myself in that kind of culture, uh, the different podcasts I listen to and things. I know yeah. about how studios and things work. Yeah. So I, I get them now. But as a kid, but as a no, 10 year old, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were like, mom, what, what, what does it mean when something gets greenlit? Right. Exactly. All kinds of, anyway. 
Back to SWAT. Yes. H- Hondo walks in. And yeah, the, he does. The fucking department loses their mind. Oh, my God. Hondo's here. It, it's, it's like if Bruce Willis and Kurt Russell walked in the room right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Hondo. Oh, my yeah. God. Hondo. What can I do for you, sir? Yeah. Hondo brings his, his gun to get cleaned at the at the... What, what is it? The cage? The, the cage. The gun cage. And then the, the, the Paul Giamatti character. I'll just call him Paul Giamatti. That's fine. So Paul Giamatti and fucking Colin Farrell are back there and Paul Giamatti's like, oh my, hey Hondo, how's it going? Yeah. Anything for you, Hondo? Yeah. Meanwhile, Bullseye's kind of like, yeah, it's fine. Do you want me to clean this for you? All right. Yeah. I see what you did here. You did a thing with your thing. And the- instantly, instantly, Samuel Jackson, you can hear the sparks forming between yeah. them. He's like, oh, I like this guy. He knows my gun better than everyone. Right. Cause he, cause he says, oh, I see you got a custom trigger there. It's like, that's right. Yeah. All right. Look at you. <laughs> look at the big brain on Bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I make myself laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> so he's there because uh, the guy from the wire tells him uh, you got to redo squat, uh, squat, SWAT. <laughs> yeah, we uh, it's a PR nightmare. Uh-huh. Uh, too many things, too many incidents. Yeah, we need to rebrand ourselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're bringing in uh, Hondo to clean up the image or whatever. Yeah. So he's got to recruit a team. Wait a minute. Someone Jackson has to recruit a team of Avengers oh. to Avengers City. Oh my god! Oh shit! <laughs> So the Avengers formula <laughs> yeah. was kind of created five years in advance. Right. 2008 was Iron Man. And Hawkeye's already there. Or yeah. not, well. Yeah. Eh. Well, Hawkeye eventually becomes yeah. Avenger, but he's a bad guy yeah, in this yeah. movie. All right. But I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. So he's got to meet with uh, Puffy. Uh, no, he doesn't meet with him yet. He just, he starts recruiting now. No, 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 no not even. He, he just, he's out at the shooting range. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is the, the yeah. SWAT off. Yeah. <laughs> SWAT off. <laughs> Yeah, they're just out there shooting stuff, and then TJ's, uh, he was there in the, in, during the first scene also, but he mm-hmm. had a very small role. And Boxer. And, yeah. Those are the two other main SWAT guys. Yeah, so they're there at the shooting range, and they got this cool thing where it's just like, and th- this is the kind of stuff that got me excited about, like, I, I wanted to do this stuff. This, this, oh, th- so you wanted to be a SWAT guy? Yeah, yes. That, it was oh. like, it was like a, a dream of, it was a very short lived dream, but I was like, I want to go through all the training, I want to go through the boot camp, I want to mm-hmm. be able to, that whole ro- rolling while they're shooting and all the kind of like, that was like a, a, a huge dream. Like, uh-huh. that's awesome. I want to do that, please. And th- there are camps you can go pay a lot of money to do that. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't, I've seen those. Another kind of money. So in this SWAT off, <laughs> yeah. you're going head to head against someone and there's a judge in the middle of you two mm-hmm. and you're running the exact same os- obstacle course. Yeah. So um, you're, you have to hide behind something and then shoot at a target, a metal target, and yeah. it has to fall. You have to knock it down. And then you have to run, and rolling is optional. Right. Because <laughs> TJ rolls, and Hondo just keeps running forward. Yeah. And you got to fire on something else. Yeah. And then you got to unload your clip. I think I think there's like three different metal targets yeah. you have to knock down before you get to the actual main target. But what I don't get is you have to unload your clip, and then load your clip back in, and ba 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 do consecutive shots on a, on a stationary target. Right. So... In a real world scenario, you wouldn't unload your clip while still moving towards the fucking object, no, towards the no, target. No, no, I'm I'm sure that's a pure Hollywood thing. Yeah, well, I think I think the 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 goal of this exercise is to do all these things uh, reflexively. Okay, they, like you don't have to think about it. You, you you're walking, shoot a target, keep walking, shoot a target, go to this place, roll, okay. shoot a target, reload while you're still heading towards the target. It's it's, it's, all, it's all about. It's the same way you like a punching bag. Like that's not really training you for anything except for to. Uh, Get the motion down. Of oh, this the is sense, punching. This sense is punching. Training? Yeah. So they, if something happens, this is like it's second. It's the second reflex that you just do this. You don't have to worry like, oh fuck, you're shooting at me. I got to reload. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Please, why? <laughs> you're one of them, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it just it just becomes a it just becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to think about it. Uh, that's what I think the training is about. Yeah, and that's why I wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> but ha- who, what determines the winner, though? Because the judge, he's like, okay, holster your weapons. It's the cluster. The cl- it's, 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 I just assu- I just assumed it was whoever had the most headshots. No, no. If you look at it, the way he does, he, he puts his, he holds his fingers out. Oh, and it's he's measuring the, the distance. Between, oh, yeah. So whoever has the, like the, the the best cluster in the in the target, that's the winner. You lift up with the buckle. Oh. Yeah, that's how it works. I, on my trip to Hawaii, because <laughs> I just got back from my honeymoon days ago. Yeah. as of this recording. That's what I was keeping the whole time to the whole safety video showing you how to how to do the thing. It reminded me of Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. It was like, oh, you lift up with the buckle. Yes. Oh, I yeah. was trying to rip the metal apart. Right. <laughs> that was this whole thing. They explained to you how a seatbelt works because you haven't been in a car since, since 1960. 1962 or something. <laughs> yeah. So TJ beats Hondo. So Hondo wants to double their betting on this. Yeah. And he sees Colin Farrell just firing randomly. Yeah, he's got a shotgun at close yeah. range, like a few lanes down. And Samuel Jackson's like, hmm, that's that guy I had Sparks with in the cage. I'll yeah. bet you a hundred bucks. I'll bet you double or nothing that guy can beat you. And they're like, that guy, the guy from the cage, you're on. Yeah. So he tells Colin Farrell, hey, I bet money on you. I hope you win. Yeah. Like, I'm, sure. money? All right. I'm like, wait a minute. You just met this guy and he cleaned your gun like the right way. So you assume that this guy is a good shot? Yeah. But that, it's, it's another weird thing too. There's like, there's like, there's a weird dichotomy between people in SWAT. Do they remember that he was like a big shot? <laughs> Or did they not remember he was a big shot? Because at this point, he'd be like, no, I'm not going to, he was the best, he was the best SWAT guy on the planet. He, yeah, he's ex Navy SEAL. Yeah, so no, I'm not going to bet against him. Uh huh. Versus. Oh, he fucked up in that the one cage? Time. The guy in the cage? Oh, yeah, please. The guy that cleans guns for a living? Yeah, I can beat him, no problem. <laughs> so did they forget or did, did, <laughs> did they assume he's rusty after six months? So I don't, it was weird, kind of like, oh, fuck that guy, no problem. Yeah. No, he was the best. He was the best. And everybody forgot? Well, he's Bullseye, dude. Bullseye never misses. Yeah. That's why he wins the SWAT off. So him and TJ go head-to-head, and they yeah. both roll, and they do the thing, and now it makes sense. The clust- They do the cluster, Yeah. and Colin Farrell wins. Right. Oh, we forgot to mention the, the rolling scene. Yeah. Because when Hondo was going against yes, TJ, right. TJ rolled like in an action movie, and he goes, what's wrong? What's the matter, Hondo? Yeah, no, no rolling? rolling? He's like, how do you know I didn't roll? <laughs> He's like, ah, I just thought you were getting old or something. He's like, man, they need to roll in John Woo movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> By the way, hint towards our 100th special episode movie. Oh, it's an episode me and Ed- Adam right. have been uh, waiting to do since we started this podcast. Well done, sir. Well done. You can take with it what you will. Yeah. So uh, now we cut to, I guess they go now to the chief's office where Hondo is talking to... Uh, Puffy Travolta. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he tells him you got to recruit a squad. Yeah. You get a squad. You get some choose your own guys, whatever, and uh, make it happen. But I approve of everyone you yeah. get. I'm like, all right. So now they're going to go on a recruiting mission. And he, Samuel Jackson asks Colin Farrell yeah, to drive him around town. So they go and they're looking for ladies love Cool James and his rock hard abs. Yeah. <laughs> and he's talking to a lady who's only speaking Spanish. Yeah, and she's, talk- she's talking in Spanish. She's like, "Where's your boyfriend? Tell me where your boyfriend is." Mm-hmm. And then he just runs out the back door, and uh, his partner, the one who gets hit in the head with the frying pan, yeah. he's the director of this movie. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> and he was also in the wire. Okay, so that's our second wire. Oh, character. all right. Yeah, actor and director, huh? Actor and director Ooh. and producer. That and, he, and he writes stuff. Ah, quadret. Yeah, quad threat. He was really good in The Wire. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. His character was so good. Like, you wanted him to bring down that fucking lying writer. Because right. that guy was making up stories for the paper. 
And oh. he was the only one on that staff who knew that he was making up stories. That's called libel. No one believed him. Libel, right? Libel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Libel's in print. Slander is in Slander is, yeah, it spoke. I learned that from uh, Spider-Man. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. that was uh, J.J. Uh, <laughs> Jameson. Yeah, J.J. Uh, yeah, he, he was saying that like, no, no, uh, it, 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 in print, it's called libel. <laughs> uh-huh. Slander is yeah. spoken. Right. Well, I learned that in school. Okay. Not a not a superhero movie. <laughs> so they're chasing him, and uh, Colin Farrell and Samuel Jackson. They also hear there's a call for a guy on foot. So Colin Farrell goes on foot, and they chase after him. Right. And uh, Hondo takes a different route, and he's going around the corner, and then boom, Samuel Jackson's waiting for him, knocks him out cold. Yeah. And then he picks him up and he wrestles him. He goes, "Hey, ladies love cool James. Do you and your abs want it and your lips want to be?" <laughs> In SWAT? Well, first he's like being being a dick about it. like man, I could have caught on myself. What's wrong with you guys? Yeah, like oh, I'm just saying, if you like uh, if you like hard hours and working whatever and being on low SWAT, pay. yeah, low pay and being on SWAT, then uh, we got a position for you. I'm listening. Yeah. So, oh, I love the scene where that uh, that black lady is like, "Don't you know you're just perpetuating the cycle, putting another black man in jail?" And Elo Cool J is like, uh, yeah. "Yeah, we'll see when he what what do you say when he breaks into your house?" Yeah, and she's like, "Mm hmm." Mm-hmm. He goes, "Mm hmm, my ass." Yeah, <laughs> I remember thinking th- this must have been, uh, this uh, no, I don't understand because I remember hearing that line the first time and being like, "Oh shit," he said ass, and, but that doesn't make sense because I was like I had been introduced to cursing before that. But somehow that. But that you were was, out of your bubble at this point, right? Yeah, this, I was. Yeah, you're 19 at this point. Yeah, this was this was f- about four years out of my bubble. Okay. So, but some, somehow maybe I never heard LL Cool J cuss. Oh. And maybe that's close. He's ever come to a cu- cur- cursing? Maybe. I don't think he cussed when he sang. Right. Because when he rapped, he didn't. He wasn't cussing. Nah, he's just trying to find love, man. Yeah. <laughs> With his lips. Yeah. <laughs> I just happen to notice that every time LL Cool J's in that uh, in a movie, he licks his lips profusely. Oh, what a twist! There's a twist coming in this movie. Maestro's been here the whole time. Oh, wait. So you can see him too then? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he, I feel like he lives in my head sometimes, so I don't know if this is reality. Hello, Maestro. It's timeshare. It's just oh, a timeshare. Just timeshare. That's right. Timeshare. Welcome to SWAT. Yeah, right. man. We're still early. Yeah. We're still in the part where Nick Fury is recruiting the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to build the SWAT team. Oh, so Colin Farrell's jumping, running around and yeah, he's a little puking chauffeur. all over the place. Yeah, okay. No, he puked already in when in his uh, little training scene. Oh, by the yeah. way, when I was with my friend uh, during that scene, he's like doing pull-ups on the the the, the beach, whatever on the lifeguard lifeguard area. tower. Yeah, and uh, I was like, yeah, I could do that. And then he threw up. I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't been in my boot camp class in two weeks since I since I left for my honeymoon. Oh, I feel like when I, I tomorrow morning I'm going to boot camp. You oh. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> um, honestly, if you if that's the case, don't drink, eat any eggs, don't eat anything that could like stay in your stomach too long. Just keep yourself hydrated, and then it'll get, just go. Lemon and lemon and a pinch of salt. Okay, a lot, a lot of pasta. Maestro. Mm-hmm. Now that you're here, I've always wondered this: Why is it that when people work out too uh-huh. intense, what causes them to throw up? Is it just their body in shock? I wouldn't say from it's the a, hard work. I wouldn't say it's the body in shock from it. I mean, it's literally. Uh, the blood's like all over the place in the other parts of the body. The lungs are asking for oxygen, but it's not getting it. And it's really just the body just uh, trying to expel whatever it can to keep going. Okay. Can I make up a theory about that? Not chance. Uh, I think it's the uh, the bile in your stomach, the hydraulic acid. Hydraulic acid. Hydrochloric acid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I knew it was one of those hydro acids. You, by any chance, are any of us made from Ford, yeah. Chevy? The hydro. <laughs> Hydrochloric acid kind of 
bouncing around in your stomach from the workout that it's kind of causing maybe some foam and it needs to yeah, come out? It's a possibility. Kind of like shaking soda? It's a possibility, but that's also considering the fact that uh, your your body has those fluids in the begin with. I mean, you, let's say if you're not used to eating at that time, mm-hmm. it, usually the body doesn't make those those fluids. Okay. But if you, let's say, if let's say you're used to eating at 7 o'clock in the morning every, every for breakfast and then you decide to run that day instead, your body's already got the acid in there ready to eat like it's used to it and then all of a sudden... What if you have the stress of a needless plot point of your girlfriend about to break up with you? <laughs> Are we projecting? No. That's okay. A, yeah. Because for some reason, we see Colin Farrell's girlfriend break up with him. Yeah. Uh, well, that's only because sh- that's the little sister of Boxer, yeah. the other SWAT member. But that didn't need to but be But that doesn't movie. come into play at no. any point. There's, no. There's like three things in this movie, Adam, that comes in, introduced that doesn't come into play later. Yeah, those those <laughs> one scene later on where the guy's like, "Oh yeah, you're my sister. She hates you." Ha <laughs> ha. Like, all right, so what, you set that whole thing up for that one joke. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Yeah. It could be. I mean, like the whole idea about it is, um, he's dedicating himself to something better, something something uh, much more than himself. And what it is is he's trying to uh get into a relationship with someone and he can't fulfill those needs of another person and by doing that it just so happens that now there's a connection between that girl that he's dating or mm-hmm. was dating and to the dude that he doesn't really like that well okay so well, yeah. he's, well i think he's training hard because he still thinks that maybe one day they're gonna call me up for swat again so he's got to stay in shape yeah well that was the whole point of your guy from the wire the first wire dude mm-hmm. saying at least keep him in the division so they can work their way back to swat yeah so put him in the gun cage the for now the and then, swat uh gun cage yeah 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 the the the, the black dude that's in everything yeah <laughs> uh, i his name uh-huh. not samuel jackson yeah <laughs> who is also the black guy's everything uh-huh. <laughs> i know what you mean <laughs> yeah so they're back in the recruit. Uh, yeah, they go meet this white guy who's like stiff as a board. Oh my who's, god! Who's like a well? Uh, I it's have, like Ned Flanders. If Ned yeah. Flanders was a cop, <laughs> yeah, he's like I have no reports of complaints. Yeah, I'm nice to all the people I do, and um, yeah, I'm kind of a perfect yeah. cop. And Hondo's like, all right, give me a hot dog with everything on it. And he's like, oh, I'm a vegan. You get a vegan uh, dog. I'm gonna get a tofu dog with uh, <laughs> extra veggies and a uh, and a uh, ginger ale if you have it. Yeah, and they look at each other, and he goes, now Dave, now Dave. Sorry, David. David. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he corrects him. Yeah. What the hell? And the look on Colin Farrell's face <laughs> it looks like he wants to laugh. Yeah. And he goes, so, David, um, if you you realize working with SWAT is kind of hard. So if there's, ever, get, yeah. if there's ever a situation, are you okay with kind of bending the rules? He goes, uh, no, I'm a cop. I'm not supposed to bend the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is supposed to be the right answer. But, like, this is SWAT, so you yeah, kind of no, no, have you, to play yeah. above the rules a little. Even though he almost got fired for bending the rules a little bit, <laughs> just a couple scenes ago. Yeah, no, not that was Colin Farrell. Yeah, no, what I'm saying, the, 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 if SWAT is, if his whole thing oh, about SWAT is bending the mean. rules, yeah, if if the mentality of SWAT is you have to go a little bit bu- above the law, yeah, then why is Hawkeye off the team? Yep. Yeah, yeah, Hondo Hunt, works differently than uh, Puffy Travolta. Yeah, <laughs> Puffy Travolta is the chief, by the way. I'm yeah, the, the he's guy. the I call him Fat Fat Ben Affleck, but then mm-hmm. Adam said he looks more like a puffy John Travolta. Yeah. What's a but puffy Travolta's John Travolta? Pu- but Travolta's puffy already. Yeah, that's, that's just John Travolta. Yeah, so it's just John Travolta now. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's puffier in a different way. Like John Candy? His puffy? face is more round. Or fluffy yeah. puffy. Yeah, because Travolta's more, I think, oblong face mm-hmm. versus this guy's more circle yeah. or square even. Are you sure you're using these words correctly? <laughs> <laughs> these are clinical terms for facial structures. Circle-y? I am a botanist. Oh, wait. 
Well, they go. To, <laughs> yes, we know. They go to their. They go to their last recruit. They have to go to the hospital. They have to find Chris Sanchez. Chris Sanchez. Chris Sanchez, a uh, former uh, traffic cop who you know applied for SWAT three times and yeah. never made it. So they go and they see this cholo who's all beat up. And they go, "Did Chris Sanchez do that?" And the black cops like, "Yep." He goes, "Sanchez did that." Yep. Where's Where's Chris Sanchez? Yeah. Chris Sanchez. Uh, so the partner's like, "Sanchez is in the back." Yeah. Keep using pronouns. I'm like, "Hmm, this must be a woman." <laughs> yep. And of course it is. Enter my crush of 2000s. Really? Oh, Michelle yes. Rodriguez. Oh, yes. Ah. Oh, man. So many things. From, from, uh, Fast, Fast and, and Furious, Furious, from this, and also from Resident Evil. Oh, yes. She was in Resident Evil. So oh, much. My God. It's so much. It beat up Bruce Willis. Almost. Uh, that's not go crazy. Did you, <laughs> did you ever watch Girl Fight where she's a boxer? Uh, no. I saw clips, but yeah. Remember? I know she was in that one. Remember there, she's, she was, she was also in Blue Crush. Yes. Surfer movie. Surfer movie. I, I went through. I, I was. I was going through a bunch of the movies at the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> remember in this scene, she was hitting a punching bag. Yeah, that was still her girl fight training, dude. Because she did girl fight was her first thing. She ever oh, was that did. right? Yeah, no, that okay. was the first thing she ever did. Cool. Yeah. So they say, "Hey, do you want to be in SWAT?" Sure. So now they're building the Avengers, but there's still one spot open, and call and uh, Colin Farrell gets asked, "Do you know anyone who should fill this spot?" Yeah. And he and he's like, um, "I don't know." Are you messing with me? Are you messing with me? Is this a test? And he goes, a little bit of both. And he goes, me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty much saying, like, yeah. me, I guess. I'll do it. And he goes, all right, fine. Okay. So they give this to uh, Puffy John Travolta. Yeah, Captain Fuller. And he goes, okay, I'll let you keep uh, TJ. This is the exact line. Right. I'll let you keep TJ, Boxer, and uh, Ladies Love Cool James. Right. <laughs> but uh Colin Farrell, he's on my shit list and Sanchez, she's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He's a chick f- from the streets. Yeah, you gotta find no, but his exact line is uh can't take her, she's a woman, and he's on my shit list. Yeah. Find two new recruits. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That wow. H R nightmare. Uh-huh. You just got sued from getting I mean, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bad, bad move. And he's like, all right, fine. Just give me the people, call it your shit list if you want it, your shit list uh-huh. team, and then if something goes wrong, then you can just blame me for it. And he goes, no, not only that, not only will I blame you, but you and your boy is are off the street, yeah. are off the LAPD for good. Right. I don't know if he has that power. No. He's just a he captain. Can't, he can't. There's still, no there's still like a chief of police above him and there's yeah. still a mayor above him. So I don't know if he can do that. New. No. Yeah. Now, now we, we get, is this our first interaction with the bad accent guy? Yes. So. Okay. We get to hear so pretty much a big chunk of this movie is just a training montage. Yeah. It's them like go choppering in, going through different like buildings, abandoned buildings, they're running. So it's just a big training montage. Yeah. We don't really have to cover that. So now we're introduced to Alex Montel, who's played by Olivier Martinez. Mm-hmm. And he's flying in LAX and he's going through customs and they're going through his stuff and he has a bat and he has a knife in his bag. Right. Guys, this is a month and a half. This is a year and a half after 9-11. Yeah. There's no fucking way he got a knife on that plane. There's no, no way. To be fair, this I week- get that he's coming from Europe to the yeah. U.S., so the security might not be as strict, but still, I don't know, dude. I also feel like this movie possibly had would have been made before to, uh, 9-11 no, it, happened. No. Well, like, it, like filmed. No. No? I think well, it was it was probably filmed in 2002. Okay. Well, let's think about it this way. He got on a plane out of the country, right? Yeah. So there's no like threat out there. Right. Yeah, the customs and wherever he came from, let the knife go through. Yes, or was bought off. Well, you we don't go through purpose. customs initially. So, when, so if I fly to France, I don't go through customs from LAX. 
I go to customs when I get to France. Was oh, that right? Yeah. So you don't. Yeah. Oh, that's shitty. Yeah. That's how. That's how it works. International travel. If I'm flying to Europe, I don't have to go through anywhere special. I just go to my. Ter- I have to go but through security. That's too late. That's too late. No. What I'm saying is, I go through no, security no, no. initially, and then I go to my customs my is destination. used. Custom is used for to make for, sure you're not importing like fruit or oh shit, like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Bio. Okay. Bio. Bio. Oh, yeah. So maybe not customs, but security. Yeah. He, you still go through security. Okay, he, he got the knife through security. Wherever he in came Europe. from. Okay. Yeah. Which right. I'm sure is not as right, right. Okay. Yeah. So I, and wh- I, yeah. I, I use the wrong word for customs. Yeah. yeah. So once yeah. he goes through yeah, over on this side, I mean, like, he's got the knife. He's about to leave. There's just, it's just a knife. What you're really going to do with it besides leave with it? And they're like, mail it to yourself. And he goes, okay, wee wee, wee wee, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so then he meets up with our third character from The Wire, oh. that bald guy, Herc. Oh, is that right? He's, he's Herc in The Wire. Okay. And he meets up with him and he says, okay, let's go. This is when the shitty accent kicks in. Because he goes from, hello, I'm just a, a wee-wee, I'm a French tourist, I don't speak English. Yeah. Inglés? I don't speak English uh, very yeah. well, uh, I'm a French guy, wee-wee. Yeah. And then he goes to, <laughs> then he jumps to, like, uh, Italian. I'm the money guy. Yeah. Don't forget it. Yeah, he, he goes in, he's, he's taking over his father's business because he, he killed his father. Which is a drug business, I'm guessing. I, I, don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if they get into it, but yeah, it's, I would assume. I, I'm guessing some sort of cartel. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like cartel. So he took over the cartel. Again, this is, this is a problem I have with all these kinds of movies that uh-huh. this stuff. It's mostly like uh, medieval times movies. Like, uh, I'm going to kill the <laughs> king and I'll become the king. And nobody has anything to say about that? Nobody's going to be like, uh, no, you just killed the king. You can't be king. Well, let's think about it. You have enough power to kill the king. You probably have some power to swing whatever you want to do afterwards. No, but this is his son. I mean, he's like, of course you can get close enough to your father to kill him. It's not like, oh, you're powerful. It's just like, oh, you just have to be. But I think the mentality security. is that if you're willing to kill your own dad, I don't want to fuck with you. Also, if you're thinking about it, uh, the way he's doing it is he's saying, I'm doing this differently because this is the way I want to do it. And there's probably a bunch of people that are feeling the same way. Okay. Which is why in this next scene, he goes to visit his uncle. Yeah. At the restaurant, who's the Borat's fucking assistant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, same guy? Yeah. Remember the guy he wrestles yeah, with yeah. naked? Yeah, yeah. That's him. That's oh, Borat's. No. Yeah, that's right. He, was, he wasn't that kid. Yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah. Oh, no. So, so that fat guy from Borat. <laughs> Is his uncle. Okay. And he goes to a restaurant and they're hanging out and the restaurant is full when he gets there. But then later in the movie, it starts emptying out and there's just like one guy at the bar and one chick, the uncle, the French guy and the bodyguards. Right. Right. And a couple of the people that are probably like colonels. There's no indication that that guy owns this restaurant. For all we know that this is, this is like just a public restaurant, right? Uh, But I, I know what you're going to say. I think it'd be it's safe like to assume. It's like a mob restaurant, but. Yeah, I think it'd be safe to assume the uncle owns a restaurant yeah, or has ties there. Yeah. I know. But what I'm getting at is he kills his uncle with yeah. his dad's knife. Yeah. The one he just barely got through customs. Yeah. And he, uh, what, what I'm getting at is like, is this kind of weird that he killed someone in like a public restaurant? Nobody noticed. But yeah. people were probably scared. And then wipes the anything. knife on his own shirt. Uh huh. Like that was, that, that was, that's the part that bugs me. Like, use a napkin. Yeah. The shirts are expensive, well, I'm sure. He doesn't care, dude. Whatever. Which is what I'm saying. If you're willing to kill your own dad and your uncle, no one's going to say anything or no one's going to try to stop you. Okay. Because I think those two bodyguards work for the uncle. Mm-hmm. So when they he slit his throat and he goes, I'm in charge now. They look at him scared like, yes, yes, sir. Right, right. Okay. So he gives the knife to Herc and he says, Mild is back to be a France. And he yeah. gets in his uncle's car and he starts bumping fucking Linkin Park. Is it, you think he's bumping it? I think it's just soundtrack music. It might be soundtrack music. Okay. I, in my mind, he was bumping it. <laughs> 
Yeah. And uh, you make yeah, a fucking Lincoln Park music. I don't like Lincoln Park. I'm oh, sorry, man. Adam. I'm sorry. Again, that was back. That was I was real big in Lincoln this Park. Is that early two thousands. Yeah. This is Lincoln Park, Evanescence, Limpus, yeah. oh, yes. Corn era. Uh, I don't know about. Yes, uh, it was. I, I did. I did have a limp biscuit phase for a little while. Uh, corn also, but that was mostly because of uh, boom, baka, baka. Yeah. That's every corn like yeah beat. Boom, baka, baka. <laughs> All right. So Frenchie's <laughs> cruising down Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, and he gets pulled over a cop. By the way, there's a little. There's a couple cameos that happen here. Okay. Uh, you see, uh, uh, Don Magic Juan. Uh, he was he was on the streets there. He's the the, the, the pimp dude. He's got the greens for the oh yeah yeah, yeah. The greens for the money, golds for the honey, uh-huh. or something like that. He was there on the streets. We also got Bridget the Midget reporting, uh, which apparently is big in pop culture. I found out as I watched this movie. I was educated on that. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. While he's getting pulled over, and even she's like, "Oh yeah, fucking cops! Woo! You bunch of pigs!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Why am I, why am I being stopped, officer?" And she says, "You got a broken tail light. Whose car is this? My uncle's car." So they run his information. He yeah. Goes, Can I go home now? And she says, your uncle has a arrest warrant out under his name. Yeah. And we have to hold you until we figure out who you are. Right. So he gets, he fucking gets arrested. Yeah. So and this is like Capone getting tax evasion. Like, kind of. Right. Sort of. So now it's a, the training montage is over. Now they got to actually do the. Well, that was the cool the thing test. about the training montage yeah. that uh, they were playing poker. Uh, oh, sniper yeah. poker. Uh-huh. I thought that was, that was, ama- again, a huge, I'm so infatuated with SWAT, everything. Uh, they, it just, they, they, they set up poker cards mm-hmm. on a piece of wood, put it a hundred, hundreds of yards away on top of a mountain, and they're uh-huh. shooting it to who gets the best hand. I just thought that was awesome. Yeah. I already liked it. Just wanted to mention that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's the test, and they have to, uh, they're sim- simulating a hostage yeah. situation in on a an plane. airplane. Yeah. So there's guys with paintballs. Everybody has paintballs. Yeah. So there's six hot. There's Another super cool thing. As they're, the, uh, the SWAT guys are uh-huh. hanging out on the side of like a suburban as it's driving up. And uh-huh. I'm just thinking like, oh, it's so badass. <laughs> and you didn't like A-Team? Yeah, no, I liked A-Team. It was oh, you fine. Didn't? Okay. But that's no. not SWAT. Those are just mercenaries. Yeah, no. Still, but that's the same no, kind of stuff. The, the, the whole idea of like, that's, that, that, is that kind of stuff is like, I want to be a SWAT guy because that just looks so awesome. Yeah. All the things that SWAT does, I've just like, I think it's the coolest thing ever. You have to learn to throw up on commando. All right. <laughs> I'll uh, start practicing. <laughs> they pretty much have to go into this plane. So they coordinate a plan to get in there. And there's like booby traps set up. So they figure out they got to cut the wires. And then they go in there and they function like a team. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Not like Hawkeye. Right. They work together as a unit to go in there. And they're like, target one down, target two down, target three down. So it's almost like Counter-Strike. Yeah. They exactly. take everyone down. Yes. And then Puffy, John Travolta is pissed because his team actually made it. Right. Even though TJ would have died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. I'm so pissed off at that. So, in this scenario, TJ gets shot, like, yeah, kind of in the like stomach rib area. Rib cage-ish. Rib cage-ish area. Yeah. He gets shot in there with a paint gun. And he has this pissed off look on his face, like, oh, I can't believe I got shot. Yeah. So, they're all celebrating at, like, a pizza joint or something. And Samuel Jackson's like, yeah, well, while we're celebrating, we have to remember one guy was taken yeah one, taken one of us down. is talking to tj's next kin yeah to explain what went wrong yeah he says on one casualty is good for the department but not on my team they're like yes sir and tj still looks pissed off yeah but fucking what's her name gets shot later in the movie in the exact same spot and she's fine oh i gotta invest in kevlar so what the fuck's his problem i, I think it's just the fact that he he caught a bullet it means it means he wasn't on top of his game oh, okay. the fact that he got shot means he wasn't paying enough attention to not get shot yeah okay. he wants to be the best around mm-hmm 
<laughs> Timeshare, man. <laughs> so now they're SWAT. And it's, it, I guess they're the only SWAT unit in all of LA County. I guess so. <laughs> it's the only team we're focusing on. Yeah. There's a, there's a Polish guy who's in a house who's throwing to fucking blow <laughs> people up. Yeah. Yeah. So they want to use. Supposed Polish guy. Yeah. So it's their first job together. Yeah. A Polish guy is, is a, is a code word for somebody that's ready to die for their cause. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When they end up catching him, it's like, oh shit, I think he's actually Polish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they use, uh, uh, Colin Farrell invented. Yeah. <laughs> Colin Farrell invented something while he was in the cage. It was like some hook that you shoot through a wall. Yeah. And then you have to have a driver drive, drive. Yeah. Like, thing that's attached. It's to. It's pretty much like a, a, a huge grappling hook that yeah, it rips it, a wall over. Yeah. It, it bursts through the wall. The the legs deploy. You pull uh-huh. it out, and it brings the whole wall with it. Yeah. And he calls it the key to the city. Yeah. It's a good name. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Yeah. It's Here's cute. My, <laughs> it's cute. Here's my problem. Okay. So, I felt like you should have. This scene, you could just throw the scene out the window. Why the fuck do you need the scene? Yeah, you didn't I felt it. like the way they set this movie up, because I already saw this movie before we watched this for the podcast. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. Right. So I'm thinking back at 19 year old Matt, 19 year old Hollywood, I'm thinking, okay, they're going to use this later in the movie to catch the bad guy. Absolutely. Right? Yes. They don't fucking don't. Nope. What, what's the point of the scene? Uh, Let me th- give you an example of a good script on how they use this right. Okay. <laughs> Iron Man. Okay. So Tony Stark is zipping around town and he flies up in outer space. He's like, oh shit, my suit is going out of control. Ah! Yes. And he freezes, so he crashes. Right. So he modifies his suit to withstand temperatures up there. So when he fights the dude, yeah. the Lebowski, dude. <laughs> when he fights him and yeah. he flies him up there, he tells him, oh, did you factor in the space unit for the cold? He's like, what? And then he, yeah. ah, that came into play later. Right. This hook did not come into play later. No. That's the whole thing. You show me the gun in Act 1. So you can pull the gun out in Act Three, right? You can't just pull the gun out of your ass out of nowhere in Act right. Three, right? So you showed me the gun in Act One, <laughs> used it in Act Two. <laughs> where, where, yeah, yes, use it. Showed me, showed me how it works in Act Two, yeah. but then you never fired it in Act Three, right? It maybe got cut out of the movie. Is that possible? It's possible, or it might be just because they show what he did while he was down, having a lot of downtime, maybe. I guess I don't know, which is a waste. I think the the whole maybe the point of it was to show that Colin Farrell is. Uh, Good at what he does. He's taking the extra steps mm-hmm. above and beyond. Yeah. By the way, they just got in trouble for this. Should be a huge lawsuit, also. Oh yeah, destroy the, the whole the LAPD house. has to pay for that wall. Yes, that's a house, uh-huh. an entire house. Not to mention that guy's probably freaked out now because he thinks robots are coming after him. Aliens, yeah. aliens. Yeah, he said robot aliens are coming or yeah. something. Yeah. So yeah, they are here. How did that get approved? If they're already on thin ice, the uh-huh. shit list, the squad, <laughs> yeah. this should have been the last straw. Yeah. You guys are out of here. Are you kidding me? Trotter Volter should be like, hey, guys, listen. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> One of my favorite Simpsons jokes of all time is when they do go to Itchy and Scratchy Land, and they go to Adult Island, Homer and Marge, Okay. and it's supposed to be like a 70s-style bar, and yeah. they go, look, the bartender looks like John Travolta, and he goes, yeah, looks like... <laughs> and that's supposed to be John Travolta. <laughs> nice. From Greece, probably. Well, no, it's because at that time, I think it was taxi? His, his career was like oh, not going down. Yeah. So it made sense that he worked in a bar. Okay. Yeah. Looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so while uh, Frenchie is in jail, they're running his info, and it turns out that, hey, he's this wanted international terrorist. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got this guy. And the news is reporting this. Like they caught Bin Laden. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe we caught this guy. Yeah. And the news reporter, I, I remember this. The news reporter said, we, we spoke to one White House official and they said, 
let's just say he's called the catch. The catch in a world where Osama bin Laden is still out there. Oh no! This fucking French guy is oh, bad your timing. catch. Oh yeah. Do you think maybe that's the reason why they did that, just to make him portray Osama bin Laden in no, some sort no. of way? No, I have a theory why the bad guy is French. Okay. Okay, it's two thousand three. All right. This, the year this movie's coming out is two thousand three. It's probably shot in two early two thousand three, two thousand two somewhere. Okay? okay. We're about to head into the Iraq War in two thousand three. Okay. We're okay. ready to go. We got England on our side. We got all these little shitty nations on our side. <laughs> hey France, you want to join us in the Iraqi War? Nah. No, oh. we don't think you should go to war. Do you remember we had freedom fries? That's right. Remember we changed French fries to That's freedom right. fries? Yeah. Hey, what better way to fuck up the French than by having this movie SWAT have a French bad guy? Oh, that'll show him. That'll show him. <laughs> I think I think that's why this bad guy's French. Okay, I could buy that. And I think that's why he's so stereotypical French. I will pay one hundred million dollars to get the out of here. I hated that line. Yeah, so we're coming to that. Yeah. So, oh, we forgot a scene. Uh, meanwhile, after the during the celebration when they're celebrating uh-huh. at the bar, uh, you we run back into Gamble. Oh, uh, that's Hawkeye. right. Yeah, Hawkeye's in the bar, uh, playing pool, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, man? Is this your new girl? Yeah, man, shit talking, shit talking." Uh-huh. Just, to, just like just to, just to remind us, hey, hey, that guy's still around. Yeah, he's still in this movie, right? So, is, so is he? So is he, him and his squad? Are they like doing jobs? I guess because they were really organized. Yeah. For that hit. And they the apparently movie. have a lot of money. Yeah. They have enough money. They have enough resources. Yeah. To do, to buy planes, <laughs> uh, high powered sniper rifle, uh, to, to buy an entire cop car. Uh huh. I guess. I don't know. But we'll get to there. Yeah. So yeah, I forgot. That's a crucial scene. Yeah. Because it's Jeremy Renner. And if you, and if you're watching this movie for the first time, you're like, Either he's gonna come in at the end and save the day, or he's gonna fucking be the bad guy. Yeah, like it's there's it's gonna be one of those two. Yeah, and it's kind of leaning towards. I even saw a twist coming. Yeah, well, in the trailer they fucking ruined it for you. They really did. It's Puffy John Travolta saying, "We got an ex squad guy, ex squad guy leading this hit." Yeah, like, all right. And thanks. the camera zooms in on Renner's face <laughs> in the trailer. So huh. I'm like, "Oh, thanks for fucking spoiling twist." But yeah. you can kind of see where the movie's going. Yeah, it's it's, it's not a huge twist, but yeah. It's not a Shyamalan twist. No, no, no. Shyamalan. Well, actually, it's a Shyamalan later twist. Okay. So it's like a uh, The Village twist, or it's a... Uh, I didn't see that one coming. Come on. Don't remind me. I didn't see The Village coming. <laughs> What's another Shyamalan twist that we saw coming? Uh, Lady in the Water? That didn't have a twist. It was just a bad movie. So, but with Giamatti, though. That's, I know. That, that, that's, that's he coming couldn't up. save it, though. It has to be coming up. I know, but he couldn't save that movie. Right. Ugh. Uh, well, no, like the twist really was kind of like the twist. I mean, what, the well, you know, it was like, hey, that one guy's the the the, the god or whatever. What the savior? It wasn't the, the kid was the savior in the movie. What in in Lady in the Water? It's like one of these people. These are your oh, teammates, yeah. uh-huh. and then the, this yeah, kid is yeah, supposed yeah. to save the day. That was sort of twisty. I guess weird. Well, anyway, who cares? Golden Child. How about that? Eddie Murphy. No twist. Twist. No, but that's not Shyamalan. <laughs> So, the French guy, he's getting his intel uh, run. Oh, and he's talking to his lawyer, and he's like, who do I have to pay to get me out of here? And she's like, it doesn't work that way. You're already in jail, and this is America. I yeah. don't care. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Total entitled asshole. <laughs> he belongs in LA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, they figure out that he's like a high prize guy. Mm-hmm. Back to that. And they're going to transport him, and a cop pulls him over. Uh, yeah, he's in, no. The they're being transported. Yeah, Sorry. on a bus. So my flu, my flu is kicking in. That's I fine. was dying of the flu yesterday. I was watching this movie. Okay, they're being transported on a sheriff's department bus. Cop pulls him over, 
in walks Herc, his partner. Well, first, hold on. This is this is this is the, my biggest issue. Okay, maybe not the biggest, but it's okay. a huge issue. That, this is a, a a prison transport bus uh-huh. transporting prisoners. Yes, a cop sirens come behind him. The guy behind the wheel is like right thing. Hey, uh, I got a I got a black and white trying to pull me over. Can you find out what that's about? Yeah, we'll look into it. Hold on. Uh, it turns out there is an issue with one of your prisoners, so it's probably for that. Uh huh. Probably for that. Not, yeah, no. Pull over for sure. It's cool. Uh, or we don't know what that is. We'll look into it. No, you're probably fine. Okay. So I'll pull over. No, you're not fine. <laughs> that, that, that dispatch person should have, should have been fired, uh, and maybe even executed. I don't know how the <laughs> rules work, but th- well, that. Bush is America. Yeah. <laughs> so it might have been. It was just, that's, that's really bad, bad police work in all, from all accounts. Because mm-hmm. by the time they're like, oh, wait, no, it's a bitch. No, don't do it. He's already dead. Uh-huh. By the time the person that said probably, Gave him like some sense of security to pull over. Finds out, oh no, you, you're not, you're not really getting pulled over. He's already dead. So, lot, oh, more lawsuits. Mm-hmm. That was really upsetting to me. Yeah. Oh, we, over, we, off of a fucking probably. We can see this. All right. The veins popping out again. All right. So Herc, Herc from the wire comes in and he shoots the guards and he gets Alec, uh, yeah, this is the name. Alex gets Alex free and they're going to get out of there and then. Uh, Hondo and Colin Farrell and the crew show up because they, they were radioed. There's a high, there's a high, uh, yeah. level guy that you, you need to help escort from, uh, from Sheriff's Department. Yeah. So they get there right at the perfect time and they shoot and, uh, they shoot the big shootout and then they stop him. They arrest the French guy. Yeah. And this is the scene where they're taking him in jail and he goes, I would pay $100 million to anyone who will get me out of here. Yeah. $100 million. So we have do the finger, yeah. <laughs> so we have the black gang who's yeah. watching this, right? Then we have the the Mexican gang watching it on Univision. I'm yeah. guessing, <laughs> right? And then uh, there was like an Asian gang watching us. Yeah, everybody's watching. Everybody's great. Even the people inside the prison somehow already heard about this. Yeah. <laughs> what? You serious? Yeah. Are you for real, Holmes? Yeah. It's, it's, Is that one guy? That one guy that's in every in single. Every... Yeah. <laughs> He's always the bad guy. Uh huh. He's like, hey, you serious, Holmes? Yeah. If we, if we need a Cholo guy, get that, that guy. guy. He's yeah. in training day. Yeah. He's the guy playing cards with Ethan Hawke. He's not the, I got my shit pushed yeah. in. Not, 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 not Tuco. Not him. It's yeah. not the guy with the mustache. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, the bald one. Right. Yeah. Whatever happened to that guy that played in Tango and Cash? The guy with a really big chin. <laughs> oh, he died. <laughs> oh, he did? Yeah, he died like two years ago. Um, now that makes no. more sense. Wait, he died two like, years ago? Yeah, he died like a month oh. after we recorded that yeah. episode. That's right. I do remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. say he'd be more of a fantastic person to play that. With a, ch- a cholo? Yeah. No. What yeah. You have to use, uh, you have to use this guy. Or Trejo. Get Trejo in there. Why not? Yeah. Nah. Trejo's been. Are you for real, home? <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. So Puffy John Travolta's like, okay, we got this guy who's wanted around the world. So we got to get him out of here. We're going to transport him to a federal prison that's, I'm guessing, somewhere in the desert. I'm guessing it's yeah. like Rialto or somewhere out there. I don't know. Somewhere out there, right? Riverside. Yeah. Somewhere in the 909. By the way, Riverside was supposed to be the scene <laughs> for Breaking Bad. Breaking oh, I heard about that. It was supposed to take place in Riverside, but because of goddamn California, they, the tax they, yeah. fucking things. Yeah. Like, all right, fine. We'll take this elsewhere. And now New Mexico got all the revenue from all the taxes. Yep. Sons of bitches. Well, New Mexico is also notorious for meth. Yeah. So, so I mean, it wasn't a far stretch, still accurate. but it could have been us. Yeah. <laughs> they could use our streets. Yeah. Well, Riverside Streets? Yeah, well, I mean, close enough where you'd be like, hey, that's that street. Okay. Or whatever. 
Well, hey, I could have been there. Right. Yeah. Why not? Well, how far is Riverside from here? About, 45 minutes? Uh, yeah, but give or take. Yeah, 45 Dep- minutes to an hour, depending what part of Riverside you're trying to get to. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like getting down, down to downtown would take about 40 minutes. Yeah. Okay. That's going east. Yeah. Because I said earlier in the show, North Hollywood's west. North, right. Northwest. Yeah. We're between uh, North Hollywood and Riverside. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> like the center point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're the epicenter. All right. Okay. So here's my thing about this movie. Yeah. Okay. So here's one of my big complaints. Oh, Jesus. I know. It's going long. We're but going long. It's fine. I know. It's fine. I, I secretly like this movie. Uh, this, this is a terrible action movie, <laughs> but I secretly like it. Yeah. If it's on TV, I'll stop what I'm doing to watch it. It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun little action movie. Okay. Here's my thing. So we're led to believe that they're transporting. I'm guessing within hours of him being, I will give $100 million. They're, yeah. they're ready to get him going, right? Yeah. They're going to transport them already. Within two hours, I'm guessing, three hours, you got all these fucking crews partnering yeah, up super to organized. get them out of there. I don't, I don't even think they're partnering up. I think they're all just competing at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the black guys got their plan. The Asian guys got their plan. Uh-huh. The, the Mexicans got their plan. Well, we're jumping a little ahead. What happens is oh, they're yeah, going to trans- transport him by air. Yeah. And the chopper's coming in, and SWAT's going to escort him to the top of the building. Yeah. And they're going to, I'm guessing, escort him in the chopper to... Uh, Riverside, wherever they're going. Right. And then a sniper, hmm, a guy with blondish looking hair. Yeah. Is firing a sniper from a building really far away and it hits the, the chopper and it crashes. Right. Somebody with a lot of precision which and comes almost SWAT like training. Also comes in later with a with bow and arrow. Blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm, I wonder who that was. Hawkeye. Who also has beef with the LEPD. Right. Hmm, who could this be? Ooh, twist. Oh, uh, is this a twist? Thor? It's fucking Jeremy Renner. Yeah. He, he shoots the chopper down. So they're like, okay, we got to regroup. We got to get this guy out of here because, you know, people are actually taking him up on this offer. Right. So they got to reformulate a plan. So they cut to all these cops are transporting him in an yeah, SUV. Bunch of suburbans or whatever. Yeah. They're transporting him with black and whites, uh, cop bikes, everything. They're on the street level. There's a homeless guy in the street. They're like, hey, get out of the way. And then out of nowhere, fucking chaos happens. Yeah, he pulls out a machine gun. Black gang yeah. is firing. The Mexican gang, the Chinese gang. Yeah. These are all gangs who are supposedly rivals with each other, right? Right. I, I, think, I think they still are. I think there's like, we're all, we're all trying to get them out. It turns out we all are on the same intersection for some reason. Uh, <laughs> they all had the same plan. But it's like whoever but they had access to eighteen wheel trucks to push cars out of the way within hours, within yeah, the span of hours. I don't, which I don't understand. Renner's crew. But that's what I'm saying. Are they already mercenaries who are already doing jobs? Yeah, they already have resources at this point. Maybe every gang in the LA area has a contingency plan <laughs> to break somebody out. Well, Just- what if it's this way? Because I mean, you know how Rainer and uh, got like kicked out in the beginning, right? Yeah. yeah. What? Well, you know how long he's been in the cage? How long has he been in the cage? Six. Colin Farrell, Colin, six months. Six months. Well, six months, and then six and then training months, montage. And then training, however so long maybe that. But, maybe but, a year. So you got a year to create a mercenary out of out of Hawkeye. Yeah, I think that's completely plausible, especially with I know, his but, Oh yeah, back. that's fine. I know, but the movie should tell us something like that. I, I think the, the part that we had a problem with is the key of the city. No, the we, we found out. <laughs> <laughs> we found out two hours ago. We got if we break this guy out, we get a million dollars. So yeah, fine, you're already a mercenary, but two hours to formulate a plan to break this guy out. Where they have gear to move a plane, <laughs> yeah. circling around on a bridge. Yeah, they already they have. They, they, are, they, they have enough guys to plant to get uh, vans to to close a bridge off. Yeah, semis r- running stuff over. <laughs> I mean, all the gangs have access to all kinds of stuff right away within two or. Maybe. But you know what, Adam? In a silly action movie, I'll buy it. Fine, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, if you think about it, we're like, no, this can't happen. But in it, while it's happening, uh huh, I'm not questioning it. Not until now, afterwards, it'd be like, no, 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 you can't do that. Yeah. 
But while it's happening, like, oh shit, it's going down, man. Oh my god, <laughs> chaos. So it's chaos. Everything, everything's going like crazy. And then the black uh, gang leader, he yeah. goes, come on, Alex, get out of here. It's a dummy. Yeah. Like, oh shit. And the cops are like, get out on the ground. And then the camera goes down yeah. and they're walking through the, through the, it's not the sewers, but it's like an underground tunnel. Yeah. So they're transporting them that way. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, that's pretty smart. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very good. Detour. So they're taking a nice little detour and then they're going to hop into the, uh, the cars, suburbans. Yeah, more suburbans. So boxer, Colin Farrell, TJ, uh, TJ, TJ's driving. It's TJ, Colin Farrell, boxer, Alex. And in front of them is Ladies Love Cool James. Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. And Hondo. Your girl. And Hondo. Yeah. So Hondo is acting as point, coming up to checkpoint one, and then the, the, the fucking choppers above him. Right. So this is all. Which should be a giveaway. Which to, should be a giveaway. To hey. any gangs that haven't been arrested yet. <laughs> that should be that, for the OC gangs. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, to head north. All of a sudden you see a bunch of choppers come out. Yeah. <laughs> Giant four wheelers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor trucks. That's why I'm, that's what, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, if, like, if, if this turned into like a superhero movie, that'd be crazy. If like all the, this, this is like the plot of a superhero movie. Or okay. like, it's all the rose gallery of like, right. of, yes. of a guy's villain to get him out of there. Yeah. Anyway. So the French guy's like, all you got to do is, all you got to do is turn left instead of turn right and your lives will change forever. I'll double the pay. $66 million each. Yeah. And they're like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> So, uh, they get, they, they stop for some reason and TJ pulls a gun on him and then Jeremy Renner shows up and he's like, Oh, big reveal. It was me the whole time in yeah. case you weren't fucking paying attention. Yeah. And, uh, TJ, who was already acting kind of shady, like, <laughs> Oh yeah, he's a bad guy. Turns out, uh huh. He's really shady and he pulls a gun and then Jeremy Renner's crew shoots Boxer and then TJ's like, What are you doing, man? He's yeah. reaching for his gun. No, he wasn't. So he, they take the guns from Colin Farrell. Yeah. And, uh, they just leave them there. Yeah. They go, all right, see ya. <laughs> so they go downstairs into the tunnels of the red line station where there's already a train waiting for them. So they had this intricate planned out. They knew how to stop a train, hold a bunch of people hostage and have the train waiting. Right. At this intersection. Uh huh. So as they already knew they were going to be at this intersection. So they knew about the plan because to of go- TJ. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. That's true. Yeah, because okay. he's their inside guy. Right. But here's my thing. Okay, now, don't get mad at me. All right. I'd I'm have... mad already. Okay. I understand in this world, this all makes sense. Okay. It's, a little, it's suspension of disbelief. Right. You just accept that there is a train waiting down there. Okay. But my mom used to drive that exact train. I was going to ask... I was going to have you talk to your mom about this because I had questions. I forgot well. to ask my mom because I was on my ah. fucking deathbed dying right. of the flu yesterday. Right. I forgot. I should have called her and asked her. Okay. But here's what I do know. Okay. Okay. If a train stops, because the train, the red line goes every, depending on the time of day, seven to 20 minutes. Rush hour, I think it's every seven minutes, there's always a train coming. So this is at night. Okay. So now it's like that 15 to 20 minute window that the tr- red line's coming and going, coming and going. Okay. If a, I'm assuming that that they had that train stop for maybe 10 to 15 minutes. Right. If that train's not moving, the tower is already like, hey, w- why aren't you there? And I know they're holding the guy hostage, the operator. They're holding my mom hostage, right? Right. <laughs> so she, so she would have been held hostage. Okay. If there's no response, I'm pretty sure protocol is send someone down there or, hey, what's going on? Have someone check it out. Right. And can you not shut the train down remotely? I, w- I would think you can. <laughs> oh, like a money train? Yeah. From, from the station, be like, all right, that one's, that one's cut that off. That one I don't know. Okay. I'd have to ask her about that. But also. Well, she listens to the show. Okay. So she might All right. tell us. Perfect. Yeah. 
Another question. They they, uh-huh. they eventually get on the train now, uh-huh. and they're, they're they're going through the tunnel, uh-huh. and they're like, all right, they're g- the next stop is Figueroa or whatever. Yeah. So everyone goes to the Figueroa station. And they're waiting there. The train's not here yet. Uh huh. Don't is, is there not tracking devices? Yeah. So you know exactly where the yeah. train the is. The tower knows exactly where the train. All right. Is. <laughs> the train stopped, guys. About ten minutes ago, it stopped in the middle of the tunnel. Uh-huh. Stop. Why are you still waiting there, you assholes? Again, uh, suspension of disbelief. Yeah, it's. I'll buy. What is it, Adam? Uh, if the world world sets up the rules, yeah, you'll buy it. But there was no rule set up here. I know, though. but like this but kind this, of movie. No, this, this is meant to be in our world. This is this movie is meant to be us. Yeah, but but given the type of tone that this movie has, like you'll look over that, right? Like it's no, fine. No, 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 still though. The train, the, the train thing. That's that's what I was like. No, no. I know, but it's a silly can't. action movie. You won't. You can't give it that. I can't. Okay. Okay. The, the other stuff I can, but this part is like. Because uh, all those other things that happened up to this point uh-huh. could feasibly happen in this yeah. world. Where there's snipers, rocket launchers, semis, <laughs> all that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally possible. Could happen. No, no problems there. Uh, gets pulled over by it probably. Even that I'll buy because there's a lot of gross negligence from everywhere. <laughs> uh-huh. But not knowing where the train is, they're like, no, you have to know where the train is. Yeah. It stopped, guys. Mm-hmm. Then they finally get to the train and uh, they ask the conductor, where'd he go? I'm like, what do you think? Where do you think it went? <laughs> He he didn't go the way that you guys came from, <laughs> so he went the other way. All right, yeah, that that, that was the, the, they wound up going through a storm drain, yeah, which takes them into the sewers. And another thing about the trains, the these trains are powered by electricity on a third rail called the hot wire, right. the hot line or yeah. the hot wire. It's one of those two. Yeah, that thing shoots so much high electricity. If you step on it, you're instantly dead. Yeah, right. And then the SWAT teams just running around those tracks like it's nobody's business. Oh, I, I didn't know that those tracks existed, and like my mom's a fucking operator. Oh, is that there's right? There's no way they would know that there's hot tracks down there. Okay. Anyway, I don't care. I know about that though. Okay. Because that, that, there's even a saying like you don't want to touch the third rail. Oh, okay. That, I never heard that saying. That's that's a saying, but it's, it's more like uh, in in conversation, the third uh, rail of a topic is like a really touchy subject. Like if you if you're uh, on a date, like you don't want to bring up abortion or something crazy. That's the third rail. Like, uh, okay. That's gonna. Destroy the entire well, that day. makes sense now. Yeah. So, I just never knew that term. Yeah, okay. so when you say the third rail, is the third rail from the inside or the third rail from the outside? Or is there, it the middle? I think it's the middle one. Okay. Because the, uh, would that be the second rail? Oh, no, maybe it's the third from the outside. Maybe it goes the, the two rails, the two pa- rails that are parallel to each other, uh-huh. and then the one right outside of that. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know. She oh, listens. She'll. she'll I, I always thought it was the middle one because that's like the way the uh, the, the subway, the trams work, where the like oh, the yeah, things right true. above them getting electricity. Oh, I don't know. Well, that would mean. But then it would be the second. But no, the third rail is in. These two are being used for the train. This is the third one not being used. Well, the third one is well, not for the wheels. Ah. whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. So they go into the sewer system, and you know they set up booby traps. The the the, the mercs. What is this? The Goonies. <laughs> so Colin Farrell, they. They they get to the end. Oh, we're shown one scene that's out of nowhere. It's this like rich banker couple getting on a plane. Hey, where's Blake, our pilot? Ah, I call him sick. Someone with his kids, but right. don't worry, I'll take care of you. And then cut to action. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Well, then we find out later mm-hmm. that that's the plane. That's how they're gonna get the French guy out of there. Yeah. By the way, my question to you is this: this hundred million dollar thing. Um, are you sure this guy's good good for it? That yes. My question. Well, no. Here's my thing. Yeah. This guy is like a wanted drug terrorist, right? Yeah. Or a drug lord or some... So he's wanted for some nasty shit, right? Right. He's killed his own dad. He killed his uncle. Right. He's willing to kill anybody to get out of the situation. If you break him out of jail, you got to go with him, right? So, like, you got to go to, like, 
fucking Switzerland or yeah. somewhere right. to go to the bank to transfer the money, right? right? What's the stop over just killing you and saying, okay, thanks for getting me out. Fuck you. Bam, bam, bam. You're yeah. dead. The, like, they're that's like that's a huge risk huge dude. risk like what's the end game there plus they're they're using all of their own resources to break them out to yeah. begin with so they're like going half broke yeah. uh, to do this so my question is like are you sure you want to jump in on this like yeah that's like having a serial killer like hey break me out of jail i'll hook you up i don't know charles madsen no i don't know if i can trust you once you're out that's like in, in, in like junior high <laughs> high school like i bet you a million dollars you want to do that uh-huh you're not gonna be like oh yeah i'll take that bet i'm gonna be rich <laughs> no, he's not gonna pay you dude yeah how trustworthy is this guy? Right. Which is why TJ's all shaky. He's like, you better have the money, man. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm good for it. Yeah. I'm the money. Don't forget it. Oh, you must have been hating his accent. Absolutely. He had so much dialogue during this whole escape uh, sequence. <laughs> so bad. So he set up a booby trap and uh, Colin Farrell f- figures out how to get around it. Yeah. And they put this giant like lock, padlock on the at the end of the tunnel. And Jeremy Renner's crew take off and they're heading towards Sixth Street Bridge in downtown LA. Yeah. And the plane is going to land on that bridge, and they had guys close off the bridge mm-hmm. like for construction. And Colin Farrell blows up the the thing using one of the the traps, and they head down there. They hijack a limo to head down there. They kick all these high school kids out. <laughs> high school kids in downtown LA at night. Yeah, those kids are dead. So um, <laughs> they they're like. They're like, uh. Well, I don't know. All the gangs are off the streets now. Oh, it's true. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the crime rate in LA just went to zero. Yeah. And because every gang member was busted. Well, ki- well, kind of. I mean, like, all the people that are going for the money, but what about the people that are criminals that are not for that kind of thing? But then at the same time, you got all the cops over there by Sixth Street Bridge. You can still City Hall. Oh, Die Hard with the Oh, Fair my three. God. What if that kid was never around (laughs) to say that line? Yeah. Then John McClane would still be wandering around. True. Trying to find out who the the 35th president is. City Hall. Well, what happens is Jeremy Renner is so smart, he diverts everyone to Hawthorne. Now, for those of you- 21st president. 21 out of 42. uh, Okay, sorry. uh, Chester Arthur. Yeah. So, Jeremy Renner diverts everybody to Hawthorne because at the Hawthorne airport, they're showing like lights- like, like it's like lights that are indicating that a plane's coming. Right. So yeah. they're like, oh, the, the runway's lit. Yeah. Everybody go to Hawthorne. They're going to land. They're going to try to get them out of there. So all the cops head to Hawthorne. Now, for those of you in Australia and Texas, <laughs> right. Those are our two listeners. Tennessee. That we know listen to us. We also got the Tennessee guy. Tennessee guy. Right. If you're still listening. Right. Um, Hawthorne to downtown LA. How far away would you guess that is? Mm, 25 minutes, maybe. Thirty. I, I couldn't even tell you where Hawthorne was to be okay. honest. Okay. Yeah, it's about thirty mile. It's about thirty minutes away. Okay. Twenty five, thirty minutes. So everybody's heading towards Hawthorne. It's just like Die Hard with a Vengeance. You could steal Wall Street. All Wall right. Street's wide open. Right? All right. So Sixth Street is wide open. So the plane is coming low, and Michelle Rodriguez is like, um, "Hey, that plane's coming really low. Do you think they're going to try to land a plane in in downtown LA? They're like, hey, the Sixth Street Bridge is pretty big." So they start moving the Sixth Street Bridge. Right. And Puffy John Travolta thinks that they're in on the hit. Oh, that's right. They, they, they refuse to tell him anything because for all they know, they're in on it too because they found out that it was Gamble. Gamble? You mean Bullseye's old partner with Gamble? Uh-huh. Oh, hell no. They're all they're all dirty now. Yeah. Right. So uh, they so they're like, shit, we got to head back to downtown from Hawthorne, which is a bitch drive. So everybody, <laughs> fucking, everybody takes off. The plane lands and uh, they're going to get the Frenchie on the plane. And they're they have because this was my thing. I forgot they did this. 
or maybe I didn't notice this in the movie. When they landed, I'm like, how the fuck are they going to take off again? They yeah. can't turn around, but Jerry Menner, in three hours, had enough sense to buy a thing to turn a plane around. Yeah. Good thing he had that. Well, to be fair, that might be part of the inside of the, the plane to begin with. Oh, that's true. It might be part of it just because they're going to need it wherever they land. Oh, shit. I never thought of that, Adam. Mm. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Whoop, whoop. Yep. <laughs> so they turn the plane around, and they're ready to take off, and then Samuel Jackson... Drives through the the cars, or Jeremy Renner has the cars rigged to blow. Yeah, and he still drives through anyway. And uh, <laughs> TJ is freaking out the whole time. He's like, "Get this plane off the ground!" Yeah, like he does not want to get caught no. at all. No, his, his life's over. Yeah, he's done. He, if betray- he, he betrayed his friends, his, his country. If he doesn't get this yeah. money, he's fucked. Yeah. So they're about to take off, and then Samuel Jackson breaks the 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 landing wheels off, so yeah. it causes the plane to just Wah! crash. And uh, there's a shootout. Action sequences, shootouts. Frenchie takes off. So because it was established that L. Cool J can run fast chasing a black guy. Right. Oh, he can easily catch this French guy, right? right. <laughs> Catches him. And he tries to like do a move on him. And he goes, tell daddy how you want it. I love that line. You remember he told him that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Renner uses that lady hostage as a as a – he wraps a rope around her and he climbs down where yeah. the train tracks are. So then he goes down there. TJ – Kills himself in front of Samuel Jackson. Right. And this whole time, uh, 13 years ago, Matt, I'm like, okay, they're going to use that key of the city, right? With the plane, right? Yeah. They're going to fire it into the pl- This is what I'm thinking. Yes. They, that would have been great. That would have been great, right? Oh, shit. They don't have their SWAT fan. Fuck. Uh, Never came back. Look, they got a travel size on my keychain. <laughs> <laughs> so they're down in the train fight, and it's Hawkeye versus Bullseye one-on-one. Yep. And... uh hand to hand pull the gun out they're firing at one another oh there's one gun and it's the classic action movie where they grab it and they're trying to move it move yep. it move it move it and there's uh what does he I do? like to move it move it oh Colin Farrell gets the gun he gets the clip out yeah. while, while gripping it from Jeremy Renner and he holds the gun to Jeremy Renner and he says I still got one round in the chamber and he just he pops the chamber out to go back to hand to hand combat yeah and they start fighting and like they, men yep and then they fight, and then he gets his head. Jeremy Renner gets his head crushed under a moving train, mm-hmm. which was interesting. <laughs> yeah. It felt like an anticlimactic way to end that whole thing. Uh-huh. Like, all right. Because the train was moving really he slow. He should have had, also. like, a playing card, right? And right. threw it at him. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or maybe just a random spear, to, uh, throw it at him and get on the eyeball or something. Uh-huh. Or have a uh, dart. Right. Remember the scene in the in Daredevil where yep, Bullseye yep. throws in the dart? Yep. It's horrible. P- paperclip. But then Hawkeye should have had his bow. Yeah. <laughs> he should have had his bullseye too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he dies and they save the day. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Well, they finally transport him back to uh, the jail. Yeah. And then they're heading back home and they're like, all right, so we're supposed to be off 12, 12 hours ago. And then they get another call like, all right, well, here we go again. Because like I said, they're the only fucking SWAT team in right. this town. Okay. here. Oh, almost forgot. The old guy who says, where to next, boys? The guy who driving the SWAT van? Yeah. He was in the, the wire? O- original. No, he oh. was in <laughs> the SWAT TV show this was based on. Oh, okay. That's fun. The characters, Gamble and Hondo, not Gamble, Street, Hondo, and then another guy, they all have the same names as the characters in the show SWAT. Okay. Boxer is at home watching the show SWAT. When they are in the pizza joint and they celebrate that they pass the test, they all sing the SWAT theme song. That's right. So you're telling me this fucking old guy 
retired from the SWAT show hmm. and now is driving him around? Or is oh, this yeah. a parallel world? Ah, worlds are colliding. Or is this like a vo- time <laughs> vortex <laughs> where there's the TV this is guy? Earth, this, maybe this is Earth 2. Is this the looper <laughs> oh, thing no. where like the young guy is in the show, but the old guy is here, but he's a different guy? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have a time paradox. Right. Oh, I'll just keep throwback. I know. But for the fans who, quote unquote, fans. Yeah. I, n- I didn't know one person who watched the show, dude. But back then when this movie was coming out, oh, yeah, that classic show. For one season? Yeah, for one season. No, fucking classic, classic show. show. Get out of here. How about Wild Wild West? Was that, that went, that ran for longer, right? Yeah, that was a longer show. Okay. That had James Garner in it. You know James Garner? Yes. Uh, Maverick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, no, fuck. James Garner was in the Maverick TV show. Oh. My bad. Oh. Sorry. Ah. Got him confused. <laughs> okay. I like Maverick. Yeah. That's, that's a nice movie. That's a fun one. Yeah. We got a Mel Gibson and uh, Dan Glover having a little uh, exchange. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Is it? Can it be? Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, talk about Shyamalan twists. There's like four twists in that movie. Yeah. Mel Gibson's working with James Garner, but then she betrays them, and then he betrays her, and... Yeah, a lot of back and forth. Yeah, there's four Shyamalanian twists in that movie. <laughs> so, SWAT, closing thoughts. Fun movie, man. Yeah, this is a fun so little action it's, movie. Yeah. It, for, for what it, for what it's support, again, I'm, I'm super, super biased because I was like, I was super swatted out uh-huh. and wanted to be SWAT for a couple of years of my life. So, I just, just seeing it is like, yes, this is what I would be doing. <laughs> this, this would be my life if I was SWAT. This movie is a good party movie. Like, you can put this on with your friends if you're hanging out. Yeah, it's it's not it's not complex at all. There's not there's not a lot that you yeah. can really miss. There's some stuff you can make fun of. Yeah, that you can easily point out, like his accent. Oh my god, <laughs> still bothers me. And then Puffy John Travolta, right? You can always laugh at him. I looked up his IMDb. He has 192 acting credits. Wow, but it's like one episode of like every show ever. Okay, so it's like one episode of Frasier, one episode of this show, one episode of this show. Yeah, because I, I, I show. have seen him around. Yeah, he looks very familiar. Absolutely, he looks like he was in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, <laughs> huh. is he in Greece also? I think he was in Greece, and he might have been in Daredevil <laughs> and uh, Gone Baby Gone. Yeah. No, fuck, Affleck directed but Gone Baby Gone. My bad, Punisher. Yes, yeah, Travolta was in Punisher. Okay. All right. Get shorty. Be cool. So, SWAT, would you recommend this to anyone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, fun little yeah, action movie. Turn your brain off. Especially in our group, I think, with Maestro, our, our group of people, this would be, this is, this is like in our demographic. Mm-hmm. It's all Why? of us, all of us, all the SWAT type of things we were, uh, Counter Strike days we were talking about earlier in the, in the, in the show. This is kind of like a real life version of Counter Strike in a way. Well, I guess so, but when I was playing Counter Strike, all I like to do is blow things up. Yeah. Or people up. Right. Were you ever bunny hopper? Did you do the bunny hopping in Counter Strike? No. Oh, okay. That's no. good. That's a cheat hack. That was a trick question. Oh. So you could, you could run and jump and you're like, you, it makes you move faster in the game so you can get ahead of everybody else. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I, I remember someone used to do that in my group who used to play Counter Strike. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well. That was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them. We have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear the good reviews or the bad reviews? Let's hear the good reviews first. Okay. Stephen Ray of the Philadelphia Inquirer says, SWAT is by the numbers, by the book, and by the way, pretty damn good. (laughs) 
Paul Clinton of CNN says one long adrenaline shot that never takes itself seriously and never pauses long enough to worry about making much sense. Oh, well, okay. Uh, Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun Times, a well-made police thriller. <laughs> uh, finally, Stephen Hunter, super simple, Washington Post. Adam, I think this is the perfect. I think this review sums up movies like this, movies like like Predator, like these like dumb fun movies we review on the show i think this is perfect while the movie is stupid it is hooray and let's put this all in the national ads not appallingly stupid oh that is a perfect sum up for the fun movies we like on the show for fun bad movies Mm -hmm. the movie is stupid but it's not appallingly stupid right it's not like a sandler stupid yes or that's just it's so stupid like you can't understand Mm -hmm. how it or goddamn disguise (laughs) <laughs> now time for the bad reviews peter howell of the toronto star says swat has blockbuster ambitions but it develops characters and plot at a leisurely pace better suited to the small screen than the big one eh. i do agree about the the developing the characters like the tj turn like why why did he turn on the squad that makes no sense they should have had like a line or a scene where it's like oh i gotta pay for my dad dying dad's medical bills right like true. something like that you should you should have thrown something like that in Right, they could have replaced uh, the scene where he uh, Bullseye is getting fresh with Michelle Rodriguez, uh-huh. like that whole. They, that, they could have taken that scene out yeah. and put in something for TJ to, to give him like, some for some reason. Because he yeah. just why would he turn? Plus, they never paid off the the Bullseye and Michelle Rodriguez thing. Yeah, like, so another they, thing they didn't pull up. They yeah, didn't sell. They, they set it up for nothing. Uh, Kenneth Turan of the LA so Times. They're both attractive people. <laughs> yeah, you can't just like oh yeah we're gonna make them get together and then not have them get together. Kenneth Turan of the LA Times says, though the film's second half has some good action moments, it never fulfills the promise of its earliest scenes. Mm. The second half is pretty good. I think that's what we're saying, though. The, the whole setup, the earlier oh, scenes yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. set it up, and then it didn't deliver on it. Okay. Bill Moeller of the Arizona Republic says, it's every police movie you've ever seen wrapped in a one, done so stiffly that the characters are barely able to bend at the waist to collect their hundreds of spent <laughs> shell casings. <laughs> uh, finally, Bob Townsend of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution Good cop, bad cop. Bad TV show, bad movie. That about sums up SWAT. Wow. That guy shouldn't be reviewing movies. You've got to give more substance than that. Rotten Tomatoes. It's time Good, for the bad. game that everyone loves to play. Mm-hmm. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, guys? The critics or the audience? Audience? Okay. See, this is tough for me because I'm, I'm such a, a fanboy for it already. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hear anything about it being good. Uh, there's no talks of sequel, which there they... is a sequel. It was oh, it was like a direct to DVD sequel. It's actually on Netflix right now. Oh, is that right? Both of these movies are on Netflix. Does it have Colin Farrell in it? No, oh. no. It's like oh, okay. usually when these they do these straight to video action sequels, okay. it's a bunch of nobodies. Uh, well, then uh, sixty one percent. Okay, I'm gonna go with the typical five zero, fifty two percent for the audience. <gasps> All right. Now it's time for the tomato meter. Well, I was close. The critics. Tomato meter critics. There's not a lot to dislike, but there's also not a lot to like. <laughs> it's like they can't really. I mean, the, there's nothing extraordinarily good or bad about the acting, except for the bad accent guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, plot's fine. Cinematography had to have been. I mean, that's that's a. I think that's in the win column for cinematography. Ew. 
They can't. Okay. 40, 40, 43. Okay. 5 0. 48%. I'm <gasps> oh, close again. You son of a bitch. <laughs> By two points every time. Nice. True and blue. Now it's time for trivia. This is the part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. The actors all receive SWAT tactics, weapons, and live fire training for the film. Oh, those lucky bastards. Colin Farrell was also given LAPD driver training in the Ford Crown Victoria. Oh. For what? For his driving. Yeah, but he, was, he wasn't doing any technical. He, he was driving Miss Daisy. I know, but he still had to. <laughs> You do no, have to the, know how to turn the, the car chase, on. The chase scene. Oh, no. There was no chase scene. No. You still have to know how to drive when the, the car. LL Cool J was chasing that guy. Wasn't he driving crazy? Didn't he reverse like really crazy? <laughs> I don't know. He got out of the car and chased them. Oh, okay. Samuel Jackson was driving. Okay. <laughs> when a location was being picked for the plane escape, one consideration was closing the 405 freeway or a stretch of another oh, highway, hold on, no. to land a Learjet on. But that was out of their reach. So they shut down the 6th Street Bridge from 6 p.m. to 5 a.m. every night for filming and used CGI effects for the plane's approach. The scene with the aircraft taking off was actually done with an aircraft equipped with a V8 engine so they could drive it down the bridge. Now, for those of you who do wow. not live in L.A., that- the L.A. area... The 405 freeway is a motherfucker of a freeway. It is probably the worst freeway to be on at any given time of day. Absolutely. I can't believe they Going considered nor- that. Going north or south. Oh. Uh, a few, what was it, two years ago? What was it, Carmageddon? Yes. When, what, they, they closed the 405 down for one weekend. Yes. <laughs> From Friday at midnight to like Sunday at midnight. And fucking LA lost its mind. They did. Everyone lo- they called it Carmageddon. Right. It turned out to be fine. It was not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it was fu- you just had to just not go to the west side for that That's one it. Di- and it, weekend. Everyone kind of pretty much stayed home. They, they thought, oh, this is going to be awful. Uh-huh. And there was like no traffic anywhere in the entire city. Yeah. Because everyone was staying home because they were scared of Carmageddon. Of Carmageddon. It was Carmageddon. <laughs> but no Sunday, jo- Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> but no joke. For those of you who don't live anywhere around here, the 405 is a motherfucker of a freeway. It's always packed. If you If you have to go from... Culver City to what? Uh, fucking, I don't know. Long Beach on the 405. It's a three-hour drive, two-hour drive in yeah. traffic, something like that. And that's like, what, a 25-mile distance? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's God. a bitch freeway. The worst. Uh, the SWAT officers who delivered the secure phone at the beginning of the film in the bank robbery scene were actual LAPD SWAT officers who were on scene as technical advisors for the film, and they got to put on their uniforms and do it for fun. Nice. See? SWAT's awesome. Finally, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, what? Tommy Lee Jones, and Ed Harris were considered for the role of Hondo. Listen to me, Colin Fell. Oh, no. It's uh, good. Just listen to me, too. I, I can't. Alone. Yeah, I know. I can't. No. I can't picture it. Tommy Lee Jones, you need to check every hen house, outhouse, doghouse in this area. Your future's name is French guy. See, but I, I can't picture them as SWAT. I can picture Samuel Jackson as an actual maybe Ed SWAT Harris because of the Rock. Maybe, maybe. No, but see, but he's he's got so much like Marines in him to be SWAT. Okay, I would think. Well, that was the last bit, bit of trivia. Now it's time for Money Makes the World Go Round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year, so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie was eighty million dollars. Whoa! Give me a guess on wh- how much its worldwide gross is. Uh, based on the straight DVD sequel, not great, but not horrible. This is this this had to have been huge in like the, the younger demographic, the eighteen to eighteen to forty. I would think this is. Uh, one hundred seventy-three. One hundred forty-eight. 
in the U.S., this grossed 116 million. Okay. Overseas, it grossed 90.7 million. Oh. Bringing its total gross to 207.7 million dollars. Right, not too far off. This film debuted in first place on the weekend of August 8th, 2003, with 37 million dollars. All right. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 15th highest grossing film in the category TV adaptation live action, meaning it's the the okay. TV adaptation of a live action TV series. Okay. So all of us would be part of that? Yes. Okay. So would Maverick. Mission Impossible? The Flintstones would not because that's an animated. Right. That's not a yes. live action yes. show. Okay. So Mission Impossible, yes. Yeah. 15th. Any guesses to what number one could be? Mission Impossible. No? Oh, no. It's It made the top uh, five. Okay. But it wasn't number one. What do you got, Mushroom? You mentioned Eight? this show earlier. Did I? In the episode. Oh, no. A-Team? Maverick? No. No. Hmm. What the? Oh, no. Shit. You mentioned it uh, on the other episode. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. It's a TV show you mentioned in the other episode. Uh, Hannibal? No. <laughs> shit. I don't remember. It's Star Trek. Star Trek! The the J.J. Abrams remake. That's... Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, the J.J. Oh, okay. Well, it's still based off of a yeah, TV true, show. True, yeah, true, true, true. Finally, this was the 18th highest grossing film of 2003. Number one that year was... Avatar? <laughs> the Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Nice. Yay! Well done. You can watch this movie, uh, like I said, on Netflix, but preferably we'd like for you to watch it on Amazon. Yeah. And if you're going to shop on Amazon for this movie or any other Click on the items, banner, man. Click on the banner. You can uh, do your normal shopping there. You can bookmark the page, and all your normal shopping will continue, but it helps support the show. It doesn't cost you anything. It just helps keep the show free for everyone involved. Right. That's 2003 SWAT, directed by Clark Johnson. Check out the website, ratpatpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us out in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Try to make it a bad movie or a movie with a low Rotten Tomato score. Or not low, but something fresh, uh, rotten, or something that something just, fun would upset me, or, yeah. or or one of us upset one of us uh-huh. at least. Well, not much can upset me. The only thing that upsets me now is just superhero movies. But okay, those are good for the most part. Okay, or, or something revolving around disguising. Oh, <laughs> next week <laughs> the movie that should never be named. <laughs> next week for all you magic heads out there, Ooh. not the card game, but the actual <laughs> craft of magic. Okay, we're watching a movie where magic is real. In that world, question mark. The movie in question is Now You See Me, the first of three movies. Three? The second one will be coming out the weekend that the, our review of it comes out. Okay. But they're already doing a third one. Is that right? They, this one hasn't even come out. They're ready to do a third wow. one. People, Doesn't the sequel actually have Harry Potter in it? Yeah. Well, it has Daniel Radcliffe. Oh. Radcliffe in it, yeah. All right. And uh, That's Victor Frankenstein. Or the Hunchback. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one guy you pulled? Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter, dude. Yeah. That's like calling Morpheus Jack Crawford. Right. Come on. I know. I understand. <laughs> so, little little preview. You've seen that movie before, right? Now I you have. see me. I have. So, is magic real in this world, mm. or is it? Or is it? Or is no. are they just set up? They're so good at are the card tricks and everything. Set up so good. Yeah. That- magic isn't real. The the illusion is uh, that it's a actual society of people that create that kind of illusion to their craft. They're expert illusionists because I feel like. I know we're jumping a little ahead. Yeah. Spoiler alert. 
for a movie that's three years old. Okay. <laughs> the way that movie ends, it kind of looks like magic exists in that world with that fucking, that, uh, oh, you saw the movie too? That merry-go-round. Of course I've seen that movie. Merry-go-round? Yeah, the remember, oh, the, the guy behind the whole okay. setup yeah. puts him on a merry-go-round and starts spinning and all the shit starts lighting up and it looks like, like no. fucking magic is coming up out of the ground. No, yeah, no, that's just expert. Are you sh- uh, we'll, we'll debate okay, it. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll debate it. That's why I said where magic is real, question mark. Okay. Okay. So it, check- could be, it could be magic that they got a third one already in the pipe. Or it could be like the card game, tap two, summon the spell. There you oh, go. You don't play magic. You don't no. get that reference. I do. I got that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so until next time, <laughs> this is Hollywood. I'm Astro. I'm Adam. Oh, no, that's the wrong song. No, that's the wrong song. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's a, no, fuck. No, it's like... There you go.